I stumbled upon this little gem. What crazy. It's always interesting when you reflect and you look back. So uh, in June, so almost exactly three, three years ago, June 13th of 2017, I did this exercise called uh, display. So it's an exercise where you write 15 ways you dis display your survival mechanism and 15 ways you try to hide it. Um, just to give you some context, uh, it was a life coaching pro self-development program and your survival mechanism is things that has happened to you in the past. And um, I would say a good way to phrase it is like your bad side, right? So in coaching speak, or at least the program that I did, essence is like your good, good stuff. So for me, it's like optimism, compassion, partner, brilliance, and heart, something like that, something like that. And um, the survival mechanism, my survival mechanism is optimistic orphan, judgmental guru, and big hero no. Um, to give you more context, well, I guess reading the top 15 ways will give you additional context. Let me know what your thoughts are with sharing this, um, practicing vulnerability, because I think that's a very valuable skill and it'll help me be able to not only heal my past, but also hopefully inspire others to do the same. Okay, so, oh man, I love reading like journal entries. So I wrote, first of all, I would like to acknowledge the team this month for trust, honesty, and vulnerability. This month has been the craziest emotion most and most emotional month of my life so far but in a good way there's been so many breakdowns and breakthroughs um okay so number one when so this the first one is ways that i display my survival mechanism so first one number one when anyone criticizes me i attack back with judgment so interesting, you know, whatever we put out there is what we receive. So that's always a, uh, something I've learned from doing this work. When anyone from that has a high financial wealth than me, I feel intimidated or judgmental. It's like, it's like I'm jealous of their success. Three, when I disempower people, when they make fun of AC or coaching in general. Huh, interesting. Didn't, maybe... Ah, I never realized that was like a thing. So it's interesting to reflect to see how much has changed. Hmm, maybe it's all in our heads after all. Four, uh, when I cannot see someone's greatness or when I try really hard to see someone's greatness. Uh, so this is like, for instance, people I can't relate to originally, but after getting to know them, I find that we have so many sim similarities. Um, for example, there was a member of, of um, the 24 of us that went through accomplishment coaching and I like automatically judged her and said, oh man, I'll never be able to relate to her. But then it's interesting how the pattern works for me. But after getting to know her, she's like so incredible and so amazing and relatable. And I wrote, this tends to be a common theme in my life. It's always the people who I, I find fascinating or end, end up being people I end up being really close to. So. Oh, something interesting. Number five, 
when I delete friends on social media because they post political content and anything that doesn't align with my views, my views, I put it in quotation marks or opinions. That's super interesting. Um, I, I guess I, I haven't really been reading other people's social media as much, so I guess that that's a good practice. But yeah, I, I definitely noticed that happens sometimes. Like um, anything with politics or anything that I'm just not interested in, I'll just like quickly unfollow them, so that I my story was like, oh, only positivity in my. Um, but in a way, it's like I'm not even dealing with reality, right? So, like, for instance, COVID, what's going on right now, like, yeah, definitely don't want to see anything negative because sometimes I, I soak some of that in. Fascinating. Uh, six, holding a grudge against people that have said something negative about me in the past. And then I wrote, I realize that they're all projections now. Hmm. Seven, when I think I'm more knowledgeable about some one in a specific topic whether it's sales or anything specific yeah i guess i'm being hard on myself uh which definitely is still happening now interesting uh eight any sort of criticism or projection i have over others uh, a common one is that people that are not working hard enough yeah very very judgmental very elitist nine when anyone makes asian jokes i tend to get super heated up and fight back i think that's been better now i think i've realized that and that doesn't affect me as it was but i would but any sort of injustice still you know especially with race still definitely is a, a sore topic um uh, t which goes to 10 any racist jokes tend to piss me off easily 11 when anyone compares me to my deadbeat dad i get super riled up huh interesting Funny enough, I just I called him the other day and I definitely was triggered because he asked me to help him file for um, like unemployment. And I don't know why that like ticked me off so much, but um, interesting to see how things still pop up even three years later. 12, when people seemingly have perfect families, I tend to get sad and think about how my family isn't quote unquote quotation marks isn't perfect that's interesting um yeah because I, I do think um i love my family now and that i that that's probably been the biggest breakthrough i've had throughout all this work so awesome it's pretty cool to reflect and see how much has changed and what has and hasn't changed that's pretty cool or what has shifted but not as much as other things <clears throat> 13 when people give up I also give up on them t too easily. Hmm. It's a pretty uh, loaded topic there. 14, lack of vision or persistence at times. Hmm. Maybe that has something to do with my lack of visions at, at times. But now I do think I have a much clearer vision of what I want. 15, lack of relatability at times. Ooh, that's interesting. Definitely have to think about that one. So, so the next part of the exercise is 15 ways I try to hide my survival mechanism. One, posting motivational quotes every day. Well, I don't do that, but I do do motivational content. So <laughs> two, liking everyone's posts on social media just to try to build a social media following. Oh, I guess this is, so I guess 
in a way it's it's just on a bigger scale. So instead of just doing social media, now I'm doing it on a more public scale with my podcast and my blog. Hmm. Three, starting my own sales podcast. It's supposed to make me feel like I'm important and I'm an influencer. Um, I see, I do see the good in that, like because I'm able to impact thousands of lives and potentially millions. So I think it's been a pretty awesome resource for a lot of people for donating to charity or tipping large large tips for service employees like waiters, barbers, who shiners, etc. Hmm. Definitely still struggling with that one, but not you know, try not to beat myself up about it. Five, one thousand books journey. It's supposed to make me look smarter. <clears throat> Yay, I guess I've made some progress because I don't really post about it as much. I'm not updating my one thousand book journey. But I do write about it often, which I think is pretty awesome. Six, <clears throat> helping out and mentoring hundreds of people on a regular basis. I definitely still do that. And it is super rewarding, <clears throat> but with anything uh, within moderation, right? I think with anything, moderation is key. Six, helping out. Oh, uh, seven, reaching out to family recently and trying to be a connector catalyst trying to make up for lost time huh. that's interesting um but i do think it's awesome that i'm trying so you know don't be so hard on yourself myself <clears throat> eight being really cozy with my girlfriend side of the family well now my fiance. Nine, anything I do that is overly optimistic, trying to sell a story or my agenda and onto people. Hmm. Steep. 10, trying to be altruistic as possible to make up for when I was younger and egotistical. Hmm. Definitely a story. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. Just an opinion. 11, trying to be an amazing boyfriend for being absent at times. It's always me going to extremes where I treat her really well and then we go to, huh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I think life and relationships has a lot, lots of up, ups and downs. So not being so hard. 12, by being, a, by being a babysitter and 13, working at a preschool and daycare in the past. Um, I mean... I am volunteering and I'm mentoring others. So I do see how my past has impacted my ability to want to help and give back to others. 14, working out and CrossFit because it allows me to relate to different types of people who I, who I wasn't able to relate to in the past. And 15, anything I do, anytime I do something ridiculous, like a thousand push-ups or some physical feat because it makes me stand out. Yeah, I think that that is a, a way of, um, well, m in my opinion, it's a way of showing people what's possible, but I can see how it could be interpreted as like showing off. But either way, you know, every hater, whether it's Alex Rodriguez or Derek Jeter or, or Chase Utley is going to have haters. And I think my therapist said it best, but she said, anytime you have haters, that's how you know you're doing something worthwhile. Well, hope you enjoyed this exercise. Uh, would love for you to sub list 15 ways your survival mechanism shows up and the ways you survive 
you hide them and then hit me up if you ever need support in this exercise. Cheers.